0: Hello, welcome to the night's podcast. My name is Leah Thompson, and as a graduate of Carrie Christian School, it's my honor to introduce you to the phenomenal group of teachers that we have on our campus. On this week's episode, I have the privilege of talking with Trish Self, one of our first grade teachers. Trish has such a unique perspective on how to support every type of learner in the classroom. I'm so excited for you to get to hear her love for her students. Please join me in welcoming her. Trish, thank you so much for being on the podcast today. I'm really excited to talk with you a little bit about um, first grade and what it looks like to really come alongside our students and support them um, where they are. And so I'm really, really thankful for you being willing to sit down and talk with me. Well, I'm excited to tell you
1: about first grade and coming alongside our first graders because they are learning a lot. I mean, they're learning to read, they're learning to write, and the very um, basics of
0: all of that. Yeah. um, Happy to be here with you. Thank you, thank you. Um, now you have a really, a really neat story because you taught for several years mm-hmm. and then decided that you wanted to come. You you saw some maybe some disconnects or just struggles that your students were having, mm-hmm. and so you decided to go and kind of further your education mm-hmm. and started seeking the more individualized um teaching um and then shortly after that you decided to come back into the classroom and so i'm really excited to kind of dive into that whole process of just your thought process and why you stepped away to learn more and then why you came back so um yeah maybe we can just start there okay Well,
1: Um, a few years ago, I had two boys in my class hmm. that were not learning to read. They were very bright boys, and I could not figure out how to help them. And Hmm. we have a very uh, good program. We have an explicit phonics program, and um, they weren't learning Hmm. like they needed to. Mm -hmm. And so um, I wanted to learn more. How can I help them to learn to read? Yeah. So I decided to go um, and pursue the NILD program, which is the National Institute of Learning Development. So I decided to pursue that and because I wanted to help these struggling learners to learn to read, um, and so that's why I pursued that. And then I decided to step out of the classroom because I really wanted to pursue helping these students. I did it one year. I taught, and then I worked with them after school, and it was just a lot.
0: I remember that. Yes. I remember Um, reading that.
1: So I decided to... to, um, um, go full-time, I guess, as you would say, and work with the, the students and use the program, mm-hmm. the techniques from the program um, for these struggling students. And I worked with those boys for oh, three or four years. Wow.
0: How did that training help you really come alongside those boys. Well, I realized, I learned that um, there are underlying causes that
1: affect a student's ability to learn. Mm-hmm. It has nothing to do with their IQ, but um, that there are some perceptual skills that might be weaker. Mm-hmm. Um, and so it, it is a struggle for them to learn to read.
0: Which, assuming that you can strengthen that. Right. And that's kind of, that's what the right. NILD program. It does strengthen. Now,
1: it doesn't fix everything because, right. you know, we are in a fall all in world, we're going to get right, um, and our brains aren't perfect, and we all have perceptual skills that are um, strong, and we have mm-hmm. some that are weak, mm-hmm. um, and we all need to strengthen some of the weaknesses but yeah. some of these are are pretty pretty weak yeah and so we can do different things to help them strengthen those what and learn strategies to yeah. find ways to learn because they are different they they learn differently than the i guess your average student right right when you think of um a classroom there's a bell curve mm-hmm. right and most of them fall right in the middle mm-hmm. they're average they're yep. doing great they get it, it you take them a couple times, but they get it. You have the the other, what would you call side it? Side of the, the yeah. right side are those that are just, they'll just get anything. They're mm-hmm. just bright. They just pick up on anything. But mm-hmm. then you have the other one-third. One-third of a class will be struggling learners. That's mm-hmm. just, we shouldn't be surprised yeah. at all that mm-hmm. students aren't getting the work Right away, or your lessons mm-hmm. right away.
0: Mm-hmm. So you stepped out of the classroom and had that individual time mm-hmm. training. Mm-hmm developing helping those students who struggle. What do you how do you implement it now in the classroom now that you're back teaching a full class? Uh what practical things do you do as a teacher who has to teach to all three of those? Right. How do you support them? Right. And in the classroom you do teach to
1: the average.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Um you try to challenge the the one student up. Um and then you're or you know, you challenge them in different ways yeah. and then the other students you're going to bring them up. And mm-hmm. how do I you know, I for one thing um, I don't know if you're going to go into this but in kindergarten we um, do a search scan we Mm -hmm. scan we assess every kindergartner and new first grader that comes to our school and we can tell those that are going to be struggling readers you can Mm -hmm. tell other things Mm -hmm. um And so they give you a score and I could tell from my, so I, those students that I could already tell, Mm because you can tell the students that are going to struggle, I will get their um, search score and I will find their subtests and see where they're struggling so if it's a um, visual motor which I will see that they're going to have a hard time mm-hmm. copying from the board or they're going to have a hard time penmanship it's mm-hmm. going to be um, so I may um, really encourage them in that way to mostly slow down Stop and think, Mm -hmm. form your letters. Because when you think about the writing process, Mm -hmm. there's a lot going on there. They have to know how to form the letters correctly. So Mm -hmm. some of these students are not forming the letters correctly Mm -hmm. so they have to stop and think am i putting this am i forming this correctly um and then they have to um you know write the whole word so i do have them practice a lot in copying words um if it's an auditory you know we work a lot on the sounds Mm -hmm. and i have them form their mouth and make mm-hmm. sure they see what my mouth yeah. um, is saying and that they're hearing the right sound. Mm-hmm. Um, there's a visual. I mean, there's just so many things that you can yeah. do with those
0: students. Yeah, that's awesome. It really is helpful to know that they're like mm-hmm. that. Students are strong or weak in different mm-hmm. in different ways, and so they mm-hmm. may it might just be one thing, but that one thing. Uh, just really makes it a struggle to learn right and how to write or read or right
1: and and also from the search score you can see their strengths Mm -hmm. and so we want to bring those strengths Mm -hmm. in to give them some confidence because a lot of times these learners they lose confidence Mm -hmm. you know and it really starts not so much first grade you see it a little bit but really second grade Mm -hmm. is when they start really seeing like this is this is hard for me right this is hard for me to remember yeah um so we do want to get them early, yeah, um, yeah, um, so that we can help them. And yeah. I think this search score is so valuable to any teacher yeah. that um, has a struggling student.
0: Yeah, yeah. Um, when you talk about um, encouraging them in their strengths, where they're strong, how do you um, kind of bring bring the gospel mm-hmm. into this and um, help encourage your students through the struggle? so that they can move forward with with confidence in something even outside of themselves. Right. So
1: we know the gospel is the good news mm-hmm. that um, this world is fallen, that our brains are not perfect, our bodies aren't perfect, but God has created us mm-hmm. in the way that we are, and we need to accept ourselves in that way. Mm-hmm. And it is okay. It is yeah. okay to be a struggling student. Mm-hmm. They have different strengths that mm-hmm. another student does not have. So I want to encourage them in their strengths, but also help them to realize this is okay. I want to encourage them that God has created them and they yeah. have a purpose and they have a plan. Mm-hmm. Um, and again, I say the struggle is okay. Mm-hmm. We all struggle with something yeah. and it makes us stronger people. Yeah. So I want them to learn to draw on his strength and do what he has called them to do.
0: Yeah, I love that. I love okay. the idea that, yeah, we all have our own struggles and right. I love that. And struggles actually bring about strength when you work through them in the context that... I am weak, but he is, he is strong. strong. Mm-hmm. And um, to move forward, I, I'm so thankful that even in first grade, our students are hearing that, mm-hmm. um, that message of it's okay. Yeah. And I'm, right. we are here We're you're going to be supported right. and loved and we're you're going to be held to a standard. Right. But that mm-hmm. standard is baptized in grace right. and then understanding that you are created in the image of the creator. We are here to love and encourage you right. and exactly. call you to, um, extraordinary things that's right so. and they can do extraordinary things
1: like i said this is not an iq mm-hmm. these students have high usually a lot of times they have high iqs at mm-hmm. least average mm-hmm. and then high iqs they just yeah. have those you know of their memory or their some of it is focus mm-hmm. and attention yeah um some of it i is, can relate um, to that <laughs> yeah, i can too um you know and some of it, they just memory they can't that short-term memory they can't mm-hmm. remember
0: yeah Keri Christian is known to have like a, an order and a structure to the classroom. Mm-hmm. How is that actually beneficial to the students who struggle?
1: Well, I think we know that God is a God of order. Mm-hmm. And so he has given us that example. And so we should bring that into the classroom as well. And Ed, a classical education is very orderly. You know, mm-hmm. we teach um, writing in an orderly way. We teach mm-hmm. penmanship in an orderly way. Um And so when you think about these struggling students, there's this thing called executive function, Mm -hmm. how we put things together. And a lot of them struggle in that area. So when you teach them in an orderly way, it helps them to order their thoughts so that Mm -hmm. they can be more orderly. Um, And I think starting with kindergarten Mm -hmm. and going all the way through that they, they see that and that it is a big help to our struggling students.
0: Yeah. Trish, you have a lot of empathy for these students. Is there experiences that have kind of informed that, and in just your desire to support them?
1: Right. I, um, you know, I was a struggling student. I wasn't a good student, and it's by the grace of uh, it's by the grace of God that I even graduated from college. I mean, mm-hmm. I wasn't taught in a classical school, and I know I had focus focusing issues, and so. Um, I don't even remember a lot of my education because mm. I was somewhere else, you know? I mean, I was in my mind yeah. playing on the playground, um, <laughs> like a lot of these students are. Yeah. Um, I So I struggled a lot. Um, I've learned a lot. I've learned a lot of phonics, so I'm mm. definitely a better speller. I've learned all my math facts, addition. <laughs> that's awesome. Because of first grade, which mm-hmm. I didn't know automatically. I could count on my fingers. Right. So... Um, And that is a strategy, counting Mm -hmm. on their fingers. We don't want them to because they can't go fast. We want it automatic. Mm -hmm. But it is a strategy. Mm -hmm. Um, And it's helped me, um, you know, for instance, if we're doing math, um, I ask them how they see numbers. You know, Mm -hmm. um, we talk about the tens frame. Mm -hmm. um, But we show different dots and how they see them. Mrs. Gardner showed our whole lower class teachers, these dots, and then she asked us, how do you see these? And we all saw the dots differently, you know, huh. on rows, or did we see them in columns, or did we see them in a box of square with these wings on the side? Interesting. So it just shows you that we all see things differently. Well, when I count, I see dice and so I, what my strategy was, now that I know them automatically, it's great. Yeah. But when I was younger, that's how I would count. I would see the Interesting. dice. Interesting. So that's just a thought yeah. of how we see things differently. So I want them to see things. How do you see this problem? Yeah. You know? So even in lower school, we ask those questions um, another thing is my right and left. Students, mm-hmm. some students struggle. Mm-hmm. Is, you know, automatically, your right hand. If someone tells me, "Okay, I want you to turn right," I have to think in my mind, "Right hand over your heart." That's what I do, and I, that's what I teach <laughs> my students. Right hand over your heart. Week. Um we also say logo on the left, logo on the left, and I, in my mind, when I have to turn right. I have to say those things in my mind because it's not yeah. automatic. Yeah. So those are the, some of the things that I have learned. That's so helpful. Um, <laughs> so I don't know. Do you struggle with your right and left? I, I can. Mean, it, dep- it depends. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I don't know, north, south. Some people just know if you go north, well, that's direction. And some mm-hmm. kids have a hard time with directionality, right? They have a before and after. There's just a lot of learning going on with um, learning to write and read. We read from left to right Mm -hmm. and um, we write from top to bottom.
0: So, Yeah. Yeah. Well, thank you so much for sitting down with me and talking with me a little bit about that and just for how you love our our kiddos. Thanks for coming and asking me because, you know, I would never... (laughs) Pursue that. I'm very thankful. Well, thank you. Thank you so much for joining us today on the podcast. I hope you enjoyed our conversation with Trish, and I hope that you got a glimpse into um, her heart in supporting and serving our students. I'm so thankful that we have teachers who desire to continue to learn and perfect their craft as they seek to love and serve their students. As you know, with every conversation on our campus, our prayer is that our students would be equipped to flourish in the modern world by finding their identity in Christ. I hope you'll join us again next week.